podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC. No game to discuss. Normally, I'd be here talking about a game this weekend. But Liverpool versus Leeds has been called off, obviously, due to Leeds having a COVID outbreak, which seems a little convenient. Considering they got beaten 7-0 by Man City, 4-1 by Arsenal, had no COVID cases on Wednesday, but all of a sudden they appeared on Thursday. Um, It is what it is. The game is off. It's good news for Liverpool in that they get a little bit of a break and they can focus in on Leicester and hammering them in the Premier League on the 28th. But bad news in that you don't get to play a heavily depleted Leeds team who Liverpool would have spanked. Whenever you do get to play them, they're going to be a stronger team than they are right now. And obviously, Andy Robertson's suspension now carries on to the Chelsea game rather than just being for Leeds and Leicester. Um, Everton versus Burnley is off as well, so all the Everton fans in your lives can stop their crying about big six bias because, you know, Leeds are definitely a big six team. Watford are a big six team. Leicester a big six team, and Burnley, a big six team, apparently. According to these people, that's the big six bias. Uh, With no game to talk to, this is going to be a short pod from me. So what we're going to do is a little Christmas present. We're going to tack on the latest Fatigue Index podcast, Gags Tandon and Simon Brundish, just talking about the impact the Christmas period has on Premier League players. And... Obviously, things have changed now with the with the schedule getting moved around and with this game getting cancelled for Liverpool, but it's still a relevant part at the moment. So that will be after I get finished rambling. All I'm going to do is jump around the main Liverpool website. This is Anfield, their lead story, why Boxing Day postponement is good and bad news for Liverpool. They've got all Liverpool fans want for Christmas is a new contract for Mo Salah. I think that's fair. Get it done, John. Uh, Liverpool deliver <laughs> Liverpool deliver Leicester City Tories their comeuppance. I like that headline. I do like like that headline. Uh, Trent Alexander Arnold names two Premier League rivals he'd want Liverpool to sign. Kevin De Bruyne. I mean, I think we'd all take him. And Youngman Son. Uh, and again, I think we'd all take him. Two sensational players who would fit very very well into our team. Youngman Son, I think, is one of the 10 best players in the league. KDB is a top three player in the league when everybody's fit and on form. Uh, They've got a bit of a media wrap-up piece here. Uh, Reds to wait until summer for Diaz. Porto's Luis Diaz has been widely and heavily linked with an Anfield move. But... Porto say that selling him mid-season would be unacceptable. Yeah, I mean, we don't spend money mid-season anyway, but if if we decided to make a move, I think he would be available. I think they would sell. Uh, Leeds United have decided they have so many injuries they can't play us, but, you know, COVID, whatever. Uh, Andy Robertson's suspension. Jurgen Klopp says he'd have come a lot earlier to Liverpool if he'd known how much of a connection he'd go on to have with the fans and clubs. Sign a new contract, Jürgen. He can stay forever. Uh, James Madison netted a scorcher before being dumped out of the cup and says Anfield has the best atmosphere in the 
country. Jordan Henderson and Alison Becker have joined medical organizations to deliver the Get Boosted Now message to everyone eligible. Henderson's been strong on this. Obviously, Klopp's been strong on this. Ali's wife is a is a doctor, so I assume he's getting good advice. Um, and Diogo Jota's fantastic goal and to-the-point message to those largely despicable Leicester fans on Wednesday night have gone down fairly well with everybody. Uh, going around the league, Deli Ali and Matt Doherty are headed for Spurs exit as Antonio Conte looks for new wing back. Erling Haaland will have his wages doubled as Borussia Dortmund go all E17 on us and ask him to stay another day or indeed another year. Saeed Kalasic is today's oh he's still there rumour as he emerges as as it emerges Watford want to sign him. Um, Arpal Lubo, Anfield Index's own, is the tweet of the day with a Diogo Jota appreciation tweet. Liverpool fans, whenever whenever yet another Michael Edward, Edwards transfer masterstroke works out, and it is, of course, about Jota. And, uh, yeah, that's that for there. Moving on to Liverpool.com. They've got some transfer news that we can run through and see what's the latest in the world of gossip and nonsense and BS and you know the rest. Jurgen Klopp wants £38 million transfer of Real Madrid star as Liverpool man admits frustration. Uh, So the £38 million Real Madrid star is Eduardo Camavinga. Eduardo Camavinga only moved to Real Madrid in the summer but has said he could be on his way out having become frustrated with his chances in the team. It's a report from El Nacional's Laura Alonso says that he has monumental rage. Uh, we'll just mark that down as absolute nonsense because, well, it's El Nacional. And I don't know who Laura Alonso is, but I would imagine she is a spoofer. Um, Taki Minamino was the Liverpool player who says he is a bit frustrated, and that's good. It's good to have him wanting more. Liverpool could sign 18 million new Lionel Messi, who Diego Simeone loves, after agent's transfer fee. River Plate's Julian Alvarez appears likely to move to Europe, and Liverpool will be wise to make a bid for the 21-year-old being compared to Lionel Messi. I'm not sure who's comparing him to Lionel Messi. He's a very different type of player, but he has 18 goals and six assists in just 17 league starts this season. Uh, He is a very, very talented player. Quick. Strong, scores goals with both feet, good movement, clever player. Um, Someone here compares him to Edinson Cavani. I think that's actually a much better uh, comparison. But yeah, Julian Alvarez would make a lot of sense for Liverpool. If we wanted to go and buy another forward in January, he's definitely somebody that would be worth consideration. Yuri Thielemann's repeated Pep Guardiola and Mikel Arteta error and Liverpool made him pay. Yuri Thielemann's fell into a familiar trap at Anfield and he and his Leicester City teammates were made to pay. He's not the first to feel Liverpool's wrath. Oh, Thielemann's talking about the atmosphere.
Yeah, Telemann saying he didn't expect the atmosphere to be as good. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Liverpool get double boost following 50 million transfer that could see them land Barcelona wonder kid. Ferran Torres is reportedly on his way to Barcelona from Manchester City and Liverpool could benefit from his transfer in two ways. Interesting. So Barca have to will have to sell somebody, probably sell a couple, to be able to get Ferran Torres registered. Uh, Gavi is the player that they're talking about. Barca will not sell Gavi. Not a chance. They would rather call off the deal for Ferran Torres. Uh, Liverpool could go back for playmaker better than Kevin De Bruyne after 9 million transfer fell down. Uh, Peter Zielinski. I, I like him. He's a very good player. At no point has he ever been a better player than Kevin De Bruyne. Uh, on AnfieldIndex.com, new podcast up. Scouser Tommy's a wonderful time. Do give that one a listen. It's Jim and Jay. It's always good. Give that one a go. The Transfer Committee pod was was recorded last night, so should be out today or tomorrow. Uh, so make sure you listen to that one myself. Mr. Tandon, Mr. Dan, and Mo Chatra on that. And uh, that's enough for me today. Here's Fatigue Index. Enjoy your Christmas. Thank you, as always, for listening. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Hello and welcome to the Fatigue Index podcast. Uh, it's not my podcast. It is this man's podcast. Hi, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Good. You? I'm still a bit bunged up, actually, from uh, the last week or so. I've had a bit of a really heavy cold and cough. You might hear me cough as well. Um, if you listen to Desi, you'll, you would have heard the cough on there as well. But yeah, on the men now, is this cold going around? I don't think it's, um, what's it called? Um, Omnicron, uh, Omicron, whatever it is. Um, it's dude, not that. Everybody, everybody's had the bad cold at some point. I know, yeah, it's just, um, but you just got to crack on with it, don't you? You do. So, uh, on the back of the announcement earlier, I had a... Um, notification pop up on my phone earlier this afternoon or this morning I think it was which one or the other when the news came out that the Premier League clubs had had a meeting and that they were going to discuss postponing one of the Christmas fixtures which is going to be the 28th so the Amazon one really the one that was all going to be on Amazon I think and um, Liverpool were one of the clubs that did put their name forward to that, that they would they would be happy with that if they did do it you know if it was done on the 28th, however, uh, the majority, we didn't go to vote, they just had a debate, and the majority of the clubs decided that it would cause more trouble than anything, and I think it came down to money in the end, because if the Amazon, because they've probably spent a lot of money on marketing that and stuff themselves, if that was to get pushed and arranged for another day or another week, you know, Next month, I don't think it carries as much as it does on the 28th, which is obviously going to be off for everybody, and they get a whole load of subscriptions and people watching on their platform, which is literally why they have it on that time. Um, So the decision was made that they do not cancel in the end. Um, From what I read, it felt like it was more because of the money. There'd be some kind of payment or some kind of problem 
Um, it will affect the money that they get from the Premier League if they were to push that or postpone that. So, um, sorry, as always, money gets in the way of looking after the people that actually make the game work, the players, and maybe the managers, and all those safety, you know, whose safety is at risk. But um, it'd be nice to know what your, your thoughts are on that. Yeah, it's, it's just it sounds political again. It always, I, I'm I'm not convinced. There's an awful lot of of uh, uh, so from from COVID, the numbers don't suggest there's an awful lot of risk for any of the players. But from the um, arbitrary rules of I don't know whatever the vaccine, you had the vaccine. Then if you haven't had the vaccine, the problem is that there are rules against you, so that if anybody in your household catches it, you have to quarantine for ten days, which which takes players out of the game. That's that's one of the big problems right now. Um, so vaccinated players are also picking it up, which means they also have to quarantine. And have they brought that when... rule back in, by the way, so because the last time I checked. Because obviously I was worried that one of the girls had had it, uh, had got it, sorry, again, uh, COVID that is. And I went to check and the rules are now that if someone in your house does have it, you actually don't need to quarantine anymore, which is If crazy. you've been vaxxed. Ah, right. Got you. If you've been vaxxed. Yes, of course. So if you haven't been double vaxxed, then you have to quarantine. Right. Got you. That and so there's a, there's a bunch of clubs in the league that have got lots of players, some very famous ones, that haven't been vaxxed. So they are susceptible to oh. players in their team getting it, then having to va- having to quarantine. Did you put the tweet out about the percentages of leagues, the comparison? I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like something like I, I didn't share it, but yeah. yeah, I think it was something like sixty-four, sixty-eight percent in the Premier League of players are double vaxxed, but it's in the nineties or high nineties for all the others, isn't it? In Europe, which is, yeah. and they haven't had one game cancelled. <laughs> Is crazy, but also, also we're making we're again making pl- political points because it's impossible not to in this. But there are a, yeah, a, a, a high portion of the players that are missing have been double vaxxed. Wow! So okay. we can make big judgments about who hasn't been and who hasn't. Been. The only time you can make a political judgment in this is when a player is missing games because somebody, one of his close contacts, has tested positive, so he has to miss games. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, there is a big difference in that because yeah. we currently have four players, all of which have been double vaxxed, two of which have had COVID before. Yeah. That that are missing games because they've tested positive. So that has nothing to do with other people, whether they got vaxxed or not. So so we can, we like, I, I just feel like and we I need to throw this, to, is, throw this whole, conversation out. Yeah, the whole squad is double vaxxed as well. I think Klopp said so. Even if one of their family members did get it, they wouldn't have to quarantine anyway. So, no. So if Liverpool players miss it, it's because they've tested positive themselves. Other clubs have players missing because they because they have close contacts because basically they got pinged by the NHS. Yeah, makes sense. So there are a few of those going round, but most of the players missing have been double vaxxed and are missing because they've tested positive. If you think the... If you're going to apply the logic of uh, you will get pinged for being a close contact if you haven't been vaxxed and somebody uh, at a club with uh, a low vaccination rate, that's going to wipe out 20 players if one person tests positive. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? And that hasn't happened so far. No, no. 
So, so all of the the um, political commentary that we're making right now of players, of vaccination of players, none of it is played out because we don't have any mass uh, pinging of footballers yet. It's it's largely lads that have been vaccinated, so they're just getting it because they're testing positive, and the the there seems to be quite a lot of breakthroughs. Of bear in mind that footballers are like grannies in that there were special dispensations for them to get the early vaccination. Hmm. So they aren't like other 20-year-olds. They didn't, they're probably a month or two even ahead of 20-year-olds in the, in the vaccination schedules. And so that they weren't eligible for boosters. Yeah. So that they've probably come to the end of whatever their shelf life of the 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 whatever I don't know. You, you're supposed to create some kind of antibodies and then it drops off a cliff at some point because it's six months or whatever the the science is. That yeah. whatever the science turned out to be, it wasn't the science that was projected. If that makes sense. So it wasn't what what the world was setting up strategically to plan for their for themselves or for their football clubs. And so there was no plan in, in, in June to get the players triple vaxxed because that wasn't the science at the time. Yeah. It's changed because suddenly the vaccination's wearing off and you need a third version. So, so we can make these big grand judgments, <laughs> but it's not the same thing as that the, these lads, you know, were originally planned, is it? So, so it seems that the world is stuck there just because we are having breakthroughs and the rest of the Europe... Who are who are greater inoculated than us have a greater percent of inoculation than us. It's it, it, it's just a matter of time because it isn't the lads that aren't vaccinated that are getting tested positive. Yeah, makes does sense. that make sense? It does. So so that that positive rate, that positive rate, um, that vaccination rate in in England compared to in Germany or France or Italy is irrelevant at this point because it's vaccinated players that are testing positive. I suppose it's just a shame that it all happens at this time of Christmas where there's loads of games for us, that's all. It's just when everybody else is, is about to go into a winter break. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a shame that it happens to, to, to especially our club at that point. We're, 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 and it seems to always happen in one certain position. Like, we just had all the midfielders wiped again as they came back. It's just, you can't write it. You just can't no, write it. it. Yeah, it's just, I mean... You know, before I get accused of feeling sorry for myself, but I think at the end of the day, we, it has to be said, right? It has to be said. So um, yeah, it's unlucky. We're just unlucky. We just unlucky. But saying that we're unlucky that there are other clubs that have been equally, yeah. if not a little bit more, touched than we have so far. Well, but the thing is, their games got canned, dude. That's the difference. Yes. Yes, but they played the system to get their gains canned and we didn't because we have a coach with the utmost integrity. We laud our coach for, for being the greatest of humans, for advertising that, that uh, we won't sign anybody that isn't vaccinated, go and get vaxxed. I'm a socialist king. But the downside of that is that he is honest and won't play the games. So we still get Paul Tierney as as our referee because he hasn't thrown him under the bus two years ago when he first got screwed by him, he, like he other done. managers would. Yeah, he eventually did. But that's going to come to a head in all sorts of these things. But he, but because we've got a coach of such integrity, he didn't he didn't play the game, which the other coaches did, and and whined a lot until their games got cancelled when they had fewer positive tests than we did because they just timed. They just timed their pings a little bit later 
So uh, there was potential that they were going to miss 10, 10 or 12 players when it was never the case at all. No. No, it was just smart. But, but we aren't willing to do that. No, I think Klopp, if he wants to win something, he wants to win it in the right way and have his... I think some people have a conscience. I have a conscience. I can't, yep. you know, if I was to do something wrong or or profit from something that was doing something wrong, I wouldn't be able to sleep. But I'm, I'm, I'm happy enough and thankful enough to say I sleep very well at night. So I think he must be the same. He just won't be able to sleep with himself if he knows he's done something the wrong way. So Yeah, he's a good enough. human. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not comparing myself to Klopp at all, by the way, folks. Anyway, I'm not Michael Owen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll uh, we'll move on. It's a fatigue index podcast. We have fixtures coming up uh, over the next what? How far are we from the second? Twelve? No, thirteen is two weeks. We've got four games in two weeks, shall we say? So we've got the Carabao Cup, which I know you're about to slap down in in a second. And then we have um, Leeds and Leicester within 48 hours of each other, I think. Maybe, no. Mm, Yeah, I think Leeds is early morning, so it's 12.30. Leicester's a nighttime game, I think. Late at night, yeah. Late at night. There's a two and a half day. It's kind of like a Thursday, Sunday job, maybe. No, it's a bit. No, it's not. It's not. Yeah, this is one day in between. This is is match day plus. This is match day plus two. It's outrageous that these games are on. Yeah, this is outrageous. Because I looked at the fixture list, right? And they've got games on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday as well. And I'm just wondering why the hell. This game could not be played on a Wednesday or a Thursday. I, 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 I just because it'd be just like a normal Champions League game. Then you know what yeah. I mean. It's I, just I, it's just TV. They just they just it's the one. Well, but it could be worse for us. We like again. This is the third year in a row that the fixtures have actually been favourable to us. This is the one of the of the six fixtures then which could have been tighter together and screwed us. But we're and we're not usually this far in the EFL as well. So we just have to have one quick turnaround, and and Chelsea last year had four. Mm. So we, there's only so much we can complain about. The the footballers are screwed this time of year. That's it mm. across the board. Not particularly Liverpool or any other club. It's just it's just a shitty time. And added to the fact that that we've got a, a reduced squad that has to kind of mount their their efforts in in this repeat. Like roller coaster, it's it's not cool. And we've had uh, we had just a really intense game yesterday. We had a game that was way too intense than it should have been um, on Thursday against Newcastle. Mm-hmm. And then our players very very obviously suffered for it yesterday. Yeah. And then we've got we've got the kids playing Leicester, so Leicester on Thursday. We should get a whole week between Premier League games, shouldn't we? Then, because it's Sunday. First, to Sunday. first team should yeah, they should be on a full recovery cycle to get to get Sunday to Sunday to Boxing Day Sunday. See, this is where the the, the extra sub should have come into use in, um, like the Premier League, or at least the club should agree that at least have extra players allowed or extra subs allowed over these stupid fixtures because the small clubs, the small clubs are stupid bastards. Yeah. Because it's going to benefit the small clubs though at this time. They they can't play. <laughs> they can't play two games in two days either. Are they stupid? <laughs> but the thing is, the thing is, all of it suited the small clubs. If they'd have moved the fixtures, they'd have moved the fixtures to to uh, 
the basically the winter break, which is the weekend of the end of Afcon and the internationals of like South South America and Asia, mm. that only the big teams have players in anyway. Yeah. So it would have been their favor in their favor to do it then because they'd have had weaker opposition. But they don't care. They they just see I want to screw the big teams or I don't know. It's just it's, it's so reductive. It makes no sense and it's got idiots making decisions. It has it has. It's just all about they've got all the money. We'll have all the power in making decisions. That's what it is. That's it's, what it's, all about. it's literally a spiteful, powerful old middle aged man. That's what it is. Just making stupid decisions in spite to spite the 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 cash cow who think they're going to get. They feel like it's it's the handsome guy in the corner. They're just punishing the handsome dude because he, he because they get all of the glory. That's all well, it is. The it's, first it's, part, it's just the old guys. Uh, you know that that just sounds like world politics, mate. Anyway, um, of course it is. It's all the same. <laughs> it's all the same. Same decision makers. Everything is stupid. I know we need some more youth in there, but anyway, who says they'll be any better? Um, so, what's your thoughts then on on this? Then how how's the squad looking first? You've already you you've already cut out Leicester then, so Leicester's definitely not the first Leicester game that is um, is basically going to be all kids. Yeah, we agree on that one. So there there shouldn't be it maybe I mean there shouldn't even be one member of the the first team because we don't have many available, and if anyone got no. injured, that would be stupid. So. I think we're going out of that tournament. We're going to go lose at home, and we'll probably. But Leicester also. Leicester have been have just been decimated. Leicester have had the biggest COVID um, hit of anybody in the league. Are people still out from them? Yeah. For them. How many? Yeah. Uh, I think at last count they had eleven. What still out for till Wednesday? You. I don't know. I don't know till Wednesday, but uh, but yesterday they had eleven. Still, we're oh, testing positive. Shit. So they, yeah, so they haven't even. So the game is is a. Day they also have. Like. They also have kids that are tested positive there. They oh, had like quite an outbreak. Shit. Okay, so they'll be leveraging bad. for the game to get called off. Yeah, fair enough. Which which if, they, Klopp, if they which is weird because Klopp will not want that game called off. No, because he doesn't want to pile up in them. But what what exactly. could happen is. There were, there were rumours that the semi-finals, whoever got through to them, not saying we would, but whoever got through, would it be it would become one-legged, so it wouldn't be a two-legged one. So it that's just what Klopp wanted, but but there would they, they, it just means people losing money and they won't do it. Yeah, I think they're doing it because of the COVID though. So it's it's if they do it, it's not because of um, a manager wanting it. They will be doing it because. You know, if 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 there is a lockdown and there's no football, they'll they will only do it if fixtures are moved. Yeah, yeah. Which are, which I don't. But know fixtures haven't been moved. Well, I think a lot of fixtures are going to be played that week because you know, if it's a semi-final week, the midweek is only used for the semi-final games, which means there's another what. Um, you know, the rest of the Premier League will be available to play their games, won't they? So I reckon yeah. that January. Perhaps she just plays fifteen-year-olds tomorrow. Absolutely. Or on is Thursday. It, is it Wednesday. Thursday, Thursday, Wednesday. Thursday, yeah. What, Leicester's on Thursday, is it? No, it's the 22nd. Second. Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday. Oh, yeah, 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 Wednesday, yeah. So, um, okay, that's done. How's the, the fatigue index, index looking for the players, then, which which will be obviously Boxing Day? For well, the thing is, we currently had eight players missing from, uh, the, from the game uh, yesterday, which is the highest this season by... Um, by a chunk through injury. Yeah. Um, and... They'll all be missing till next week as well, I think. Uh, well, Hendo might be fit. 
um, but he won't be playing on Wednesday. No, but, no, no. Uh, he was just, I mean, I'm he was just but, sick. Yeah. Um, no, so, so how the COVID thing works, right, is that um, you need two clear tests in 24 hours. Oh, great. So, so it could colors. literally happen any day. Laterals as well. Yeah. So, yeah, there is. So we have this weird understanding in England that lateral flows are less um, uh, less accurate than PCRs. Yeah. But it, there's a whole lot of just untruths about about the whole of the technology. But oh. he, but they but they need to uh, they get PCR tests to mm. to take out any of the um, accusations, and they need two negative PCRs back to back within 24 hours. Oh, okay. Wow, bloody hell! Okay, fair enough. So fair it enough. just means you've not got it anymore. So it could be any yeah. day. So, so when they're getting these, and these as soon as that happens, cases, they're clear to train. Then basically, yeah, yeah, exactly. And if you think you're having an asymptomatic, you're a, you're not asymptomatic for two weeks. You're asymptomatic for a couple of days. Yeah, exactly. Because that's the thing. You're asymptomatic because your body doesn't take on enough viral load to make you sick. So yeah. you get rid of it quickly. Yeah, makes sense. So they'll be back quicker than. Uh, the average person that get even gets ill in any like gets a cold. Mm. So it. all of them should be back for the weekend. All oh, right, okay. So you're looking at Boxing Day full squad fit. That would be nice, man. But full that squad aren't nice. fit because they can't train. Can't train. So but they could be, play some be, part. Yeah, they'll be diminished. Yeah, 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 yeah. But because of the bullshit of only allowing three subs, not five, that makes a big difference at that stage. Chelsea just got screwed because they just had to play a couple of lads who hadn't played at all for for two for three weeks. Mm. That they had to play them uh, like the whole game because there's no choice. And they won't play kids in that quarterfinal. Watch, they'll play the full team. Watch, great. Yeah, they'll be fucked. They're 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 just going to be completely fucked. So um, anyway, uh, how is the fatigue index actually looking then for the players that that are currently available? So we we currently have if the, if we were planning on playing on Wednesday, hmm. um, the playing Milner would be a big no no. Yeah, playing yeah, Nabby, yeah. playing oh, Nabby yeah. for uh, for uh, anything more any any significant minutes would be um, unlikely at this point. Um, and um, so. But the thing is, it's really hard to judge. So at this stage of the season, we talked, if you'd listened to uh, UP last week, uh, Darth's been going through fatigue index a couple of times, nice. um, is that the fatigue index is, is is actually very accurate at this point of the season when uh, the training load is minimal because I don't have access to their training load to input into the system. I have access to their playing load. And because this time of the season there is no training load, it's very accurate. The fatigue index is really accurate. Um, the only time it's it, it, it's not accurate is in players that haven't been playing, if that makes sense, mm. because we don't know what their training load has been. Mm. So the uh, how it's we anybody who listens to this will know is it's an aggregate of the previous four weeks rolling average of of playing load. Um, a, against their, which is the chronic load, against their acute load, which is the most recent week's work. Um, and anything that is um, above a 30% increase in their in their recent week were, is a red flag. 
Um, so for players that have been training for a period of any period of time without playing, so Naby has be, actually been in training for 10 days before he played any minutes. Um, I think his isn't representative, so he could probably play 60 minutes. Whereas Milner has, has been training less. I think him having played the whole game on, uh, is, is probably too much. Um, so both of them are going to be a little bit scary if they played on Wednesday, but they should be playing fine to play at the weekend. No, I reckon. Uh, Tyler Morton. Yeah, Tyler Morton is is um, he's been playing regularly, just not for us, not for mm. the first team. So he can he can play easily on Wednesday, though his his fatigue index is red, uh, and Bobby's is red too. But he also has been training for a week, so it's it's probably not as red as it looks because his play he hasn't got any playing load. Yeah. So so. In an ideal world, you would play Bobby um, and Ox and then bring Naby off the bench on Wednesday for their playing load. And Gomez would start. And uh, Samikas would get 60 in. But the thing is, you don't... Because of the fixtures right ahead, you can't... There is no risk. There is no margin of error. So it's better to control them and it's and their playing load perfectly in the week that we have this week than risk something happening um, in uh, the crunch, the heat of the battle in a, in a match against people that want to win, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Del saying uh, Div, Tack and Bobby is the front three, but Divock still still out, isn't he? Yeah, Divi's out. Yeah, Divi's out. Cade will be playing. Yeah, Cade will be there, so that's good. Cade's um, back and fit now because he's been out for a while. That's great. So Cade... Tacky and maybe Bobby. I it wouldn't surprise it, it wouldn't surprise me if Bobby played on on uh, on Wednesday. Though I wouldn't play him. I I would be playing one of the uh, one of the kids. Because um, I, so I want to lose. I actively want to lose. <laughs> Morton Ox and who midfield? Then it would be one of the kids as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will be uh, like Kane or um, yeah, probably. And what about in defence? We're going to have Nico, uh, Simicas, Gomez, and who? I, probably Philip. Probably Ibu because Phillips can't play. Yeah. But, um, and you were, you were going to play him more likely, but it might be um, Qua 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 Qua. Oh, what's he called? The reserve captain. Uh, I know, literally know him. He played for, he plays for uh, England in the 19s. Starts with a cube. Kwanzaa. Yeah. Yeah, Jerome Kwanzaa. So yeah, it could be him. Shame he plays jaw on Ibu's head, fuck's sake. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus. So it'll, it'll probably be him. But um, I don't see any of the actual first team is playing. Problem with, we're, that we do have is that uh, Robbo got sent off so he's banned so Simi oh, will have to yeah. Yeah, Simi will have to play Robbo can't play at all until um, mm-hmm. New Year's Day uh, sorry 2nd of Jan so that's that uh, Robbo gets did he get three, off did, he get, did Robbo get a three game ban? yeah because he's a direct red <sighs> it's so stupid violent conduct yeah it's a straight it's, did it's you a see way. did you see them defend themselves in the papers Unbelievable! I'm going to check if it is a three-game ban or not. You know, for Robbo, but I thought it was one. But uh, it? if it's if it's if it if it's a three-game ban, I haven't I haven't been on the internet today, so I've no idea. I I think it's a three-game ban, but who knows with rules? I'm just going on the echo now, but yeah, three matches. 
It is three. I thought so, because if you get a straight red, it's three. Yeah, so so, so that means Simi's going to have to have to play important minutes in the next the next ten days. So mm-hmm. hopefully he doesn't he doesn't get uh, more than sixty midweek. I wouldn't play him at all, but um, no, I, think I wouldn't play him. I think will. Play. He has to. He, yeah, but you have to you have to give him some minutes. He has to. He hasn't been playing. You can't yeah. just drop him in. Give him sixty then, in it. Get him some time because he's got to play. Yeah, and and the thing is that the reserve reserve also is at the peak of uh, of of fatigue index um, because he's just had to play a full ninety after not playing at all, and and we know what he's like as a thirty five year old playing back to back games. No, we can't. No, no, no. We he can't. just breaks. No, we can't put Millie in there at all. No chance. That's just taking the piss. And he doesn't stop either. That's the thing with him. He gives everything. And I know he just doesn't stop running. And then that's why he breaks down. Because he just literally is sprinting around this pit. And his sprinting is obviously slower than everybody else is sprinting. Well, that doesn't matter. It only only matters to his body how much he's sprinting. Absolutely. But Sean Goody says um, uh, Beck is left back as well. So... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be it. That could be it, yeah. Yeah, He was pretty decent, actually, there. So, um... Okay, I will so, be full on playing the reserves, yeah, captain yeah, by Joe Gomez, and and I wouldn't even play Ox because Ox is going to be needed in two games. Because if you think of we got so uh, if we get through this week to um, to Leeds on Sunday, yeah. then we've got a, we've got that massive turnaround to Leicester. But do you remember maybe three years ago when? Um, we played away at Sunderland, I think, or it might have been Middlesbrough. It was up in one of those cold, cold countries. Um, <laughs> like two days, it was it was the day and a half later, and the lot oh, yeah. and and Klopp was almost unchanged. Yeah, it was terrible, Sunderland. And Lalana, if you remember, Lalana ran thirteen k in both games. I know, and then got injured. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I I think what he could do is anyone that does play Wednesday. If he's sure people are coming back for the weekend, that's when you'll find out. He can take a risk. Is that those play that that play on Wednesday can play next Tuesday, if that makes sense. So if it's yeah. if he does play Naby for sixty or um, an Ox for a full game and a Gomez, he knows those are the players that I'll have to play the Tuesday following. You know, at Leicester away. So that's, that's and the, that, that, but but the biggest uh, thing with this is that the bad luck in the draw. Um, for us, is that we've got two of the five most physical teams in the league. Yeah. So Leeds run their nuts off, and oh, and both Leeds and Leicester love a basketball match, which we love a basketball match too. But a basketball, it, it requires a really high, it, it has a really high metabolic cost. But remember, um, they're all they're all playing as well, though, aren't they? They're all going to be playing yeah, two yeah. games as well, so they're all going to be. Fu- I mean, Leicester coming back off of COVID. And I think I think Sean's but the lads that haven't been on, but the lads that haven't been shut down from COVID haven't been playing as well. Yeah, like Spurs yesterday. Yeah, come out charged. So they don't have that level of that that added level of fatigue. They don't have. They've not been carrying the knocks from the previous mm-hmm. two games that they've missed that we have. Is there anything about game fitness though that if you've not been playing, you lose something as well? Or no, nah, no, nah, not just... not in two weeks. No, okay. It's just rhythm of playing regularly. That's all. Yeah. Spurs, yes, yesterday, Spurs. Spurs didn't require rhythm because what they were doing was just break. They were just they were creating two two i two on two isolations. So they were, they just basically sat deep and waited for um, 
for Harry Kane and uh, Son to do something and Deli Ali would sprint and join in. So it, it, it they didn't require the timing of a cohesive sequence of movements together, which, well, which generally comes from... A little bit, a little bit. All the, it was only one thing they needed to do. Anytime yeah. the ball broke, who and because what they did was they kept Deli uh, Ali up the pitch. You know, when yeah. whenever they whenever they whenever we attacked, they kept three kind of you know up top. So two strikers up top, and then one dropped off. So Deli would pick the ball up and just lob it over yeah. the top, literally, and that was it. So so they caught, but they could, so they they only had two two players that were running a lot high intensity they had, yeah. they they didn't need the rhythm is what i'm saying so they yeah, could get by without right. rhythm yesterday absolutely but you know without vvd i don't know it'll be it'll be interesting to see if leeds and uh, well leeds won't change the and uh, well leicester if 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 VV, if vvd's not back for leeds then i'm worried leeds are not because not Paris. because he's not playing i'm worried because there's something wrong with him Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. He should be back by Leeds. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's definitely right. Then that's what they're doing. Two tests. They'll keep doing two tests, and until they and they'll keep coming in doing two tests until they don't get the, t- the negative, the two the two negatives basically. They yeah. So the, so the, they test every day, and when, once he gets a negative, yeah, the day he gets a second negative, he's free to play. Boom. Please let it happen for all of them soon, please. I I will be surprised if he's not got a negative by now. Mm. So they, they, the lads that got done a week ago, they're going to be very close to getting out of this. That That's it, lads. You know what to do. Pray for negatives. If nothing else, if all else fails, go to religion. Just start praying for negatives for the lads. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> right. <clears throat> okay, so... where's 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 the Wolves testing centre when you need it? <laughs> yeah. So, what did you hear about the Wolves testing center? The dodginess of it. Oh yeah. my god, they fucked up so much. They, I think there was like something like thousands were wrong, wrongly yeah, false, yeah, 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 false, yeah, yeah. Like, like, false, false. Uh, sorry, false positives and false negatives. Yeah, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. People been roaming around with the new COVID. Anyway. um that's Wolverhampton for you, isn't it? Absolutely pile of shite. Uh, like, I don't think it's that. I think there's probably a large chance that there's a bunch of factories that didn't used to be lab testing centres that quickly got the equipment on the back of COVID <laughs> and set up without having the the, well, um, the skills and care in the first place and the procedures I, in place. I'll be honest with you, it's probably not for this pod, but I know people that have become multimillionaires because yeah. of setting up testing centres, literally. It's it's a big business now, massive. Sure, there's big a lot business. of people that don't want to, don't want to do, don't want to say it. There's a lot of people that make money off COVID carrying on. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. I mean, not not that it's carrying on. Just the, the the having a test center set up and running is making that much money is flabbergasted. Oh, sure, but if they but but what you you can't you can't. This is no not conspiracy. This is literally business. You oh, can't, at some point. At some point, you have to admit that it's in there. It's they're incentivized to find positives. Oh, well, no, they're incentivized to just do tests. They're getting paid 
per test. No, there, but but if but but if there's a point where the, there are no net, there are no positives, they oh, go yeah, out of business. It'll, it'll shut down. It'll shut down. Yeah. So they're incentivized to keep it going. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying that the, the there aren't positives. Of course there are. I'm not saying they're inventing anything, but they are definitely incentivized to keep it going because we don't have a system in place in our country that checks. If someone's turning over 800k a month off a test centre, that's nuts, right? You know, it's just yeah. fucking mental. So I get what you're saying. Uh, changing lives, and uh, that's not a good reason, though. I mean, that's horrible. But anyway, it's someone's going to do it. Someone's going to do it. For sure, for sure, for sure. But that, that, my point isn't to judge them. It's no. that the government didn't set up procedures that, that check quality. No, not at all. That's the thing. They haven't got the time. They haven't got the. They haven't got the the infrastructure in place to do that. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, There's no quality cool. control, and humans are human. So there are going to be cowboys. Well, this is an interesting side chat, but I think we should get back to the fatigue sure. index. Um, uh, the so basically, what we're saying is, from Sunday to next Sunday, majority of that fatigue index should start getting green, basically. For the squad, yeah, 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 and yeah. we should be okay to pick a. As long as we'll see what happens on Wednesday, that is hopefully not many first teamers, and if that's the case, or uh, people like Taki playing, you know, Taki Gomez that aren't getting in the first team at the moment, who could then be options for next Tuesday, um, because obviously there's a five six day gap between that, and I'm sure they'll be used. But it's the first full day of of day five recovery yeah. in since since the international break. Yeah, wow. Wow. So that's a big. This is a big week for us. So this is a terrible week, but also actually, it could be we could have two full days of of recovery if we if we're smart and don't use lads in the uh, in and, the stupid caribou, which we should have lost earlier at. Yeah, and because we don't know what's actually happening post January second with the African boys yet, as in some people saying it might get canned, some people saying it won't, and even if it did get canned, that we wouldn't be able to play the African players that were supposed to be picked. So we'd be out without three of them, but they'd be banned from football for that, for the yep. the entire time. So we don't know what's going on. It'd be probably be better if governments, you know, got their act together and literally just said, we're, we're, we're shutting the country down and for a whole month of January, no one's allowed out and no one's allowed in. And therefore you're not getting your, your players. The players aren't traveling. And if that happens, then that would be good. Because there's, there's, you, know, you, you, you can't go against what the government said, surely. Um, and the elite stuff gets out the window. It's, it's, it's everybody. Everybody gets locked down. So I'm just, I just, we, we don't know what's going to happen. But obviously, we need to use the players very wisely up to Jan 2nd. We need those three Premier League wins up to Jan 2nd. Just so that when those boys are, or possibly gone, we're in a good position. Or oh, the best position possible, should I say. Yeah, because um, Nabi, yeah. Nabi still, you know, if he if he stays fit and can be a not rotation, still a massive option for us, and that's the. But oh well, let's see what happens. It's going to be uh... dude. Yesterday, yesterday, I know we don't like to use the stats bomb stuff, and I don't think that is it bears out in actual. Um, oh, he's pressed pressing, off. but but he had he had more pressures than. Both, then, then the other two midfielders plus Bobby plus Mane combined. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. Twenty nine pressures in a game is just it's just unheard of. 
So he, so he's going to. I, I presume he's going to show up quite heavily in the in the pressing too. So he has all of the stuff. He's just he's going to be he's going to be a rotation option one hundred percent, and we need rotation options. Yeah, I think it's going to. And Rosie's just giving Rosie's just giving us an update, and the press is in a different to the UP one. Got a pressing one up for collection, and it's it's going to be a hefty. It's going to be a hefty uh, uh, press as well. That one. So, like you're saying, uh, Cater might might have. Um, had a big game there, but th- th- that was part of the problem with the midfield yesterday. It's just too. It was just too new. It was just too new. They just never played together. People forget, don't they? <laughs> you never played yeah. together. How can you be cohesive? It's not going to happen, lads. You got to expect it. So, yeah. We but we got we got. A, a, you're always going to give um, that leeway to to a new kid because it's a shiny new toy making his debut and isn't he great and all this stuff, right? This is not a judgment of him as a player going forward. I'm sure Tyler Morton is going to be a very good player. I love his technical skills. He did not have a good game yesterday. No, he got caught on the ball a lot. I think not I think just because it's not it's not the stuff he did in the ball. He did. He was just in the wrong position all the time. Yeah. And Milner didn't have a good game as the no. connector until Tyler Morton went off, and he actually played all right in the two. Yeah. Um, but up to that moment, he was always in the wrong space. And Naby did okay. I don't think he was great either, but that's because the the, the um, role has changed. And so we, we had nobody in doing the thing that Henderson has been doing. And so uh, what ended up was Trent was coming inside being a midfielder and then and then Mo was being isolated and just didn't get the ball ever. Um, so without a possession... What what Naby was doing was good, but but what the other two were doing was just costing us metabolically. We were having to sprint back all the time, so yeah. all our lads got knackered really quick. Yeah, which plays into this the fatigue right. stuff. So they were tired. We can't do that thing anymore. But I think we're going to have a whole bunch of lads back at the weekend if we don't get anybody else because of the whole vaccination thing. I think. If so, so say we've got fifty people around the squad, in the squad, and with coaches and staff, and we currently have uh, nine positives uh, amongst staff and players, then we do. We do. That's yeah. So that's that's wow. like twenty percent. That's a really high breakthrough rate. Mm. I think it's unlikely we get that many more. Right. Wow. Wow. It, that would either be. Rid- Ridiculously unlucky. How many players or, is it now? Or people have just been lying about. How many what? How many players is it now that have got it for us? Is it five? Only, we only got four. Oh, is it still only four? The rest of the staff then? Yeah, it's just four. Yeah, it's just staff, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, great. You, okay. you just got to think that, like, like, there are always people in the same building. Yeah, of course. And and, and also, the, the, the staff is going to be touchy-feely with these, especially if it's, phys- you know, the physios and stuff. That catching it also. Well, it's like it's airborne, so yeah, but so yeah. they're going to be close in close quarters. Yeah, um, yeah, it's just going to happen. Like people drive them around. Exactly. Are you worried about anything else? Is there anything else you need to talk about from a fatigue index point of view? So as long as we manage, it's all how Klopp manages this this Wednesday, really, isn't it? Get to Wednesday. You're expecting players back for Sunday that are, or at least back in training back in the squad which means a little bit pressure off of Tuesday next week which 
helps us a lot. It, t- it puts some mind to rest for fans as well, I think, a little bit. As long as those players come back um, by the weekend and are training for a couple of days, they should be in line to get some type of game time. But it's really down to what Klopp does on, on Wednesday night with Leicester in the Carabao. Hopefully, only fringe, those that have not got any minutes at all for the first team, and the kids. Absolutely. Okay. I would so so the big thing is the is what's going to happen in the two games in three days that we play next week, and then we've got a week in between. So it's, well, it's pretty much it's, we get that's full recovery in between. If we get those players back, like you're saying, the mind the four players back, minds are at rest a little bit because at least you've then got five or six midfielders that you can literally change or choose and have a choice of three different midfielders each day. So you can basically have a Thiago and a Fab and say, a Curtis for one game, but then you've got Hendo, you know, Ox, oh, well, God, Milner, that doesn't work out, or Cater in the next game, rather than Milner, if that makes sense. And then you know you've got yeah. Milner and Simicast to play left-back in both of those, yeah, if needed, depending on which one you go for. And then, you know, you're right back as well. Nico will have to play one, and Trent maybe play one. I don't know how he does it. No, but... I, th- I think a lot, a lot of lads are going to end up playing two games. But... Um, you're just going to have to mitigate that with with who's fresh and who's not. I think that Trent will come off in one of those games, so he'll he'll start play play both. But Nico will come on to reduce yeah. his risk, reducing the second game. Yeah, yeah I think Samikas is just going to. So it will be whoever's more tied out of Trent and Samikas. Um, I think VVD's back, and they're going to play a confluence of of. Uh, of him, Matip, and Ibu in the, in those two games. Oh, it would be nice to see if Joe got got a game. Yeah. I'd imagine the second game rather than the first, but I don't see it happening. And then I think Fab will probably play as a sub in the first game, then play second game. Yeah. I'm going Hendo will play the first game, and then not all of the second game. Yeah, I go back for second. I th- who knows at this point because it's the this a positive. So and he's a breakthrough because he's had it. Twice. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's, he's had it twice, so you don't know what's going to show up in that at all. I, I'm expecting he's, if 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 science bears out in any of this, he's going to get rid of it really quickly. He yeah. is the most he is the most antibodied man on earth, um, so it should go quickly. <laughs> what about what about Curtis? Uh, C- uh, Curtis wasn't fit anyway, if you remember. So he's only yeah, just true. coming back to training. So I'm not expecting too much from him. Um, uh, hopefully we don't see Tyler in those two games at all. But between, um, we should have Hendo can play most of those of those two games. Fab can play most of those two games. Mm. Milner can play most of those two games. Naby can play all of those two games, and Ox can play those games. That's a lot of interchanging and and Good. subbing. But I, I'd imagine most of it is in midfield with, and, and by all accounts, Bobby is back. So you've got that four-man rotation up front as well. So it actually yeah. should be okay. If Rob, it wasn't an ideal time for Robbo to get sent off. No. But let's be honest, Robbo was going to play every minute of those anyway. Let's be honest. You know it. Yeah, you yeah. know it. I know it, you know it. So it's just about Wednesday, what he does. Save Simicast or not. But like you said, he probably needs 60 minutes in his legs anyway just to get going a bit. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, Wednesday okay. to Sunday as well. Wednesday to Sunday. Yeah, Wednesday to Sunday. Normal. It's fine. Totally fine. Three days in between. So, okay. Sounds good. Um, 
I think we've tried to cover everything there. We've got a, a little bit more than we <laughs> political chats going on in there as well. Oh yeah, great. As, as um, some some. It's because you're never on UP anymore. We don't we don't get to, we don't actually chat. <laughs> No, I'll be back though. Um, are you still off? Because are you? There's a, I'm there's off the thirtieth. Yeah, there's an impending lockdown, but um, yeah, you know. I don't, we, are I'm we actually doing a pod on your birthday? Uh, no, we played no. on my birthday. We play Leicester on my birthday. Yeah, we're playing Leicester on your birthday, but you're off on the thirtieth, aren't you? Okay, yeah. cool. So I'm probably I'm I'm probably stepping in on that one for you. So I'll be back, but without you. But I I, I think I should be back now. Uh, I'm not going to be doing live deployments and stuff like that, thanks to Bargy. But um, I know he's listening in. So, yeah, um, I should be back a little bit um, next year from 2022, hopefully. Liverpool's year and uh, Food and Dicks' year. But thank you, Sai, for your time. Always a pleasure, dude. Right then, we'll be back very soon. Um, it was a shit resort yesterday. The UP boys, Sai, will be back tomorrow night, I think, doing another UP yep. here live in Discord. So make sure you join him, Rhodesy. And uh, Darth, not sure if Phil's back just yet, but yeah, make sure you join the guys and lots to talk about, lots and lots. But um, I'll be back again, like I said, on the 30th. And uh, for UP, uh, there's loads. There'll be still loads of content coming over the next few days. And uh, if I don't speak to you before, have a very Merry Christmas, Si. And all of you guys listening as well, have a very Merry Christmas. See you then. Sports Social Podcast Network.